It's the Brian and Kendra Show with Brian Cook and Kendra Cox of Advanced Real Estate Advisors. I'm Kendra Cox. And I'm Brian Cook. Between the two of us, we have 38 years of experience in real estate. Sharing real estate tips and advice right here on Classic Hits 107.3. Hey, it's the Brian and Kendra Show, your guide to everything local real estate. Here we have valuable insights and practical tips to navigate you through the property process, the process with ease and confidence. Sorry, the what? The process. <laughs> you almost went into ba 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 That was great. Um, you're like, I've got the hair now. I'm a beach boy. Go ahead, sing. No, you don't want me singing. I ain't no singing. Man, that was fun. Our real yep. purpose is that we want to, like, we want to give access to all of the knowledge and the resources, um, so that you can buy or sell with confidence and ease. Like that's what we want yep. to do. It's what we love yes. to do, and so that's why we're here talking about multi generational living. living. You know why I interrupted and didn't let you say it? Because you keep saying multicultural living, which is also super cool. Oh yeah, and and that could very well come into play with multi generational living. But yeah. we're going to talk about multi generational homes. Yes. So. I love this topic and I'm not, I didn't get to research quite as much as I wanted to, but one of the things that I love about it is, um, man, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. (laughs) So as I age, of course, my parents are also aging. And as I see different things with my mom and dad, um, and I see them preparing for the next couple of decades, I hope, I pray, um, it's really interesting to watch them and to observe them to be to begin to be prepared for what it looks like whenever they lose some of their current abilities. In addition to that, whenever my sister um, bought her last home, she was literally like a long block, an Oklahoma City block, but a block away from my mom and dad, maybe two blocks. And it was the coolest stinking thing because... The way that Kelsey and mom interacted and and the way that my mother was able to be involved with my sister's kids growing up, and and we kind of joked because we teased my mom. She didn't need assisted living. She already had it because she had Kelsey. (laughs) That's right. But it was really cool to watch how they did life together. Like they were living, they legit were living multi-generationally, even though they weren't in the same home. Right. And that's part of the research that I was reading through is it's... That's a big deal is just proximity is also multi It's a beautiful thing, you guys. Like, it, it is the coolest thing to be able to observe the way mm-hmm. that they have done so many life things together. And and it's not just Kelsey helping mom. It's also mom helping Kelsey. And the idea, you remember back, um, I totally just see the face, but not the name, you know, Clinton, Miss Clinton. And <laughs> that terrible? Like, I'm not a political person. Remember the whole It Takes a Village? <laughs> Yeah. Like I can see the village with the way that my mom and my sisters, actually my older sister is down there as well and not too terribly far away. But I can see the village in the way that that Kelsey and my mom and, and Kelsey's husband, Stuart, and my daddy, Bob. It's it's really stinking awesome the way that they have done life together and live multigenerationally. I see that they moved you two hours away. They moved away from you. Maybe it's... They moved to the okay. same year I moved here. I moved to Woodward. My folks <laughs> move away. Huh. I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I'm going to stay here and work yeah. here and live here. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's awesome. You, I, But I see it in your family too. Yes. So L- legitimate. legitimate. Like your family's lived multi generational as long as I remember you and Carrie. And when you got married, I think you you were multi generational then. Uh, so when we got married, we moved in with Tony for a month while we remodeled our house. 
I didn't Woodward. mean that. Oh, just like in Woodward. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, I just mean like, <clears throat> I remember, so our kids are the same age. You're yep. Ashlyn and my Anya and Ethan are all in the same, they graduated in the same year. Yep. I remember having one of my kids in a carrier and running into Carrie Ann with one of, with Ashlyn in a carrier and seeing, I frequently would run into Carrie Ann, Shelly and um, Tony Carrie Ann's mom mm -hmm. and her sister at Walmart and then at Mazio's or whatever the case would be. On We would come to town on Saturday. We lived in, in Harper County. We'd come to Woodward. And I remember seeing them quite a bit together and thinking, this is really a cool deal. Mm -hmm. Like you guys have exhibited multi-generational living for a long time too. Your sister-in-law lives next door to your mother-in-law and you right. for a long time, how many years? Eight years, 12 years when you were on Brick Circle? Yeah, we lived yeah, two blocks you were, away. Yeah. It's super cool. And you've talked a lot about having family meals together and doing all that kind of stuff. There's some major benefits and bonuses to that type of living for all parties, not just for the kids, not just for the folks. Like everybody benefits from that. Super stinking awesome. Yep. It's more than financial. It is. We're going to get there. So how does this relate to real estate? I see you trying to segue, mm -hmm. but this is what people want to know. They want to know that this is really a good thing because like initially when you say multi-generational, we joke, I'm not living mm -hmm. with my folks I'm again, not, yeah, but here's my, my mom. I'm yet. not living with Kendra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> so, I mean, we admit we immediately, immediately sit back and go, Oh, I don't know about that. But here's what, this is so interesting. Again, from um, national association of realtors, who is buying multi-generational and why they're buying of, of the medium, median age. This is so hard for me to say first time buyers with a median age of 36 years old, 15% purchased a multi-generational home. Their motivation was primarily cost savings. They could purchase a larger home because mm -hmm. of the multiple income incomes. Um, and because their children over 18 years hadn't left the home. And I figured that's probably kind of like, I'd imagine that those are kids under 30. If you're, well, I mean, if you're 36 years old, you're, you probably barely have kids over that age, quite frankly, but it could be if you're 36, you have a younger sibling still living at home with your folks and it's just mush it all together. It's awesome. The other set of people who, who it kind of focused on are repeat buyers and the age, a median age of 59 years old. So a little bit older than we are. A lot older than we are. <laughs> Um, purchased a multi-generation. There were 14%. I think that's interesting. 15% for that younger group, 14% for the older group. Um, and they were primarily purchasing. It wasn't about as much money here. Mm -hmm. And again, was because they could purchase a larger home with multiple incomes, but caretaking for adult parents and the adult children boomeranging back and forth in and out of the home. So there, I think there's a lot of interesting things about why it happens, but you wanted, you've got some information here that is just really fantastic about the advantages of multi-generation and the challenges of multi-generational yep. living. So, and, and so before we segue into that, so I've got a friend lives in his home. He's got college age and elementary age kids. Uh -huh. And then his mother-in-law lives in a cabin in their backyard. Brilliant. It's really close. She travels right. all the time. Right. And this is like, I think this is actually their official home now. She used to have another home somewhere else. And this mm -hmm. was her part-time home, became her full-time home. And then I'm showing a customer houses that have um, children. Uh, I say kids, they're 20s, but... Um, they just want to be, I mean, they're a very uh, tight relationship. Um, 
they work together. They're all moving together, buying one right. big house, and they're you know they're looking for a house with like three master suites type, you know, right? Designed for a a single family home that's made like an apartment. So everybody has their own space, but sure. they all have their joined space in the middle. So it's a lot more prevalent than we think. There's a lot of people, and I think I, the other thing that I see because of my own situation. Um, so my son is really stinking amazing and, and very capable in many, many ways, but not quite ready to be fully independent. Like the ideal situation would be for him to have, for us to do multi-generational mm-hmm. and for him to be able to have his own space where he doesn't have to see me at all, but I'm there in case he needs me and vice versa. And I, there's so much different now today than what there used to be. And I just, I'm excited to see that this is going to become a little bit more of a norm. Yep. And a lot more accepted because I think it's really healthy. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited so, to see the design. I, I, I anticipate I seeing seeing design. One of the articles I was reading in the magazine is about rent. They're just building entire neighborhoods full of rent houses. Sure. Instead of, but I can't. When are they going to start? They're going to. I, mean, I bet we start seeing the multi generational, true four tilled right. houses, houses with apartments, being built. Right. That's can't wait. Be cool. Okay. Advantages. What are some advantages? Number one, it's money. It's always about money. I mean, living expenses. It's man, things are getting expensive. Repairs are getting expensive. Utilities are getting expensive. Water in your yard gets expensive. Food gets expensive. Um, Ain't it the it's truth? Expensive groceries. So, Holy heck! Yeah. So your whole living expenses. There's a lot there. Um, we're we'll probably bouncing along around a lot. So <laughs> the next. <laughs> The other advantage is, is, is if you know if I lived with my mother-in-law or my mother, they would cook all the time. I think that's a huge advantage because I, I, we kind of joke, my girlfriends and I kind of joke that we just need like our own little colony where we have like a common meeting space, but we all have like our own little living. Yeah. Because we each bring something different to the pack, and one of us is a heck of a cook. It's not me. <laughs> I we didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we did. Okay. So um, I, I can see how cool that would be to have everybody bringing their own thing to the table and yeah. and the way that you cooperate, because it is, it ends up being a cooperative mm-hmm. in the way that we're looking at multi-generational right now. So when my father-in-law was around, he would be like, all right, Friday night, we're cooking out. Like it's every Friday night, he just wanted to cook out, which is great. And then we just all bring food. Every right. week. And, and 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 then if you can imagine being uh, single, older, uh, how much, what do you cook? Like, it, I'll tell you what. It's hard to cook after, for one person. So my family is four kids and mom and dad. So learning to cook for a family of six, it's really hard for me even now, 50 million years later, to cook for just one or two people. Like yeah. I cook for a danged army when I, I cook. Do the same thing. I'm like, hey, we're smoking. I'll go ahead and smoke a roast, set of ribs. I might as well cook these hamburgers too and a chicken. And let's go ahead and throw the turkey on there. Have you seen that meme that says we don't throw away perfectly good food? We put it in the Tupperware Tupper. container, then we throw it away later. Yes. That's us, but it's not because we didn't eat leftovers all week. It's because yeah. I really cook too much. too much. Too mm-hmm. much. Yep. yep. So, I mean, I love the idea of of that part of the multi-generational living is the cooperation of um, I'm doing the grocery shopping. You're going to do the cooking. I'm going to do the yard work. I'm going to do the cleaning. Um, where did I fit in there? I think I'm just going to go to work. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I don't even know where you came up with that. Help with child care, I think, is an obvious one. If you've got somebody that, well, the more people that you have, the easier it is to just to just share that load. Yeah. Of, I've got 15 things to do today. Great. I'm going to watch the kids. I mean, there's a lot going on with that. And I don't mean like I'm a dad. I'm watching the kids. I'm not going into that whole argument. I mean, it's so nice 
whenever you're able to just, hey, mom, are you going to be home a little extra day? Yes, absolutely. Will you keep Tilly yeah. Bell? Yeah. Because <laughs> for us, it's the dog. Hey, I want to run to the house. I want to run the store real quick. <laughs> there's no just running to the store real quick if you have three infants. No, there's not. So. No, I had two in car seats. It's like two little, oh my gosh, there's no running anywhere really fast. Improved care for the elderly. Um, again, I, I really don't even like thinking about that, what that looks like the next few, hopefully the next decade to two decades with my parents. But, but that is the thing. Like we can see that that's going to be a need. Mm -hmm. And, and that's a lot more, I see families who are able to take care of their loved ones in their home for as long as possible. And it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. So caring for our elderly yep. families. Security is a big deal. Um, living Tell me alone. About it. I just think living alone and mm -hmm. you, um, just the having somebody near, even if it's next door. It's the five hours you spend in the kitchen mastering your famous recipe or spending quality time with your family. Other insurance companies may just see it as a house. It's not just a house, it's your home. Hi, I'm State Farm Agent Kevin Kanzler, and I see your home as the time and memories you put into them. I understand what your things really mean to you, and I'm here to help give them the protection they deserve. My office is located on the corner of 13th and Oklahoma and Woodward to call me at 580-256-2216 for your home insurance today. Or in the house. Mm -hmm. You just gives this, I, I just, I can't imagine being. Right. Living in the country alone. I just, wait, that sounds great. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, cabins out of the mountains. No, but I think it comes back to security. Like, you know, something breaks, something, somebody breaks in, something's, you know, noises, just all that gives you this extra sense of. This conversation we had in the office recently. Cause I'm getting married again and I, and I was talking with someone I've never lived alone, but my new husband works nights. I'm going to be staying a lot of nights all by myself. And I'm like, I'll just go stay with Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's like, no, you won't. There is a greater security knowing yeah. who your people are around you and knowing that you have the security. And so multi-generational there is a greater sense security. of security. Absolutely. Greater sense of security. Um, opportunity to share family traditions. I've heard you tell um, some really cool stories. And I'm, I really think that this started with LD, but I'm not sure. But you do love to tell a story. But that started because somebody else intrigued you with their stories and said, you've got to learn to tell some stories. Find, find your stories and write them down and save them. That's a family tradition. Yep. Pastor asked in our premarital counseling what our family traditions were and if we'd pass them on. And I thought, oh, gosh, my family traditions don't particularly relate if you're coming into my family. We sing a lot in my family. And, and I kind of chuckled because I looked at my Jack and thought, well, I don't know how this is going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being adopted by by our family and having to sing all the time? <laughs> Maybe you can play the tambourine. <laughs> Only if he can play it well. Okay. Anyway, just kidding. We don't all sing well, so I don't know why that matters. Anyway, family traditions. I think that that's really cool. And it yep. gives our children um, a belonging. And I think that's the thing for them to go, oh, my parents always did this and their parents always did this. And they recognize this is a place where they where they come from. And, and it's a cool thing to pass down. Very cool. Stronger family bonds, resource sharing. I think we already kind of hit on that. Yep. What else? I like this one. <clears throat> An enhanced multicultural understanding. There's the word. Go ahead, say it. I said multicultural. You kept trying to say it, it all those times. I knew it was in there. So when I was a little girl, 
Uh, my grandma, I was kind of one of the younger grandkids. There were a lot of older grandkids that she'd already spent time with. Um, and she was, she was in failing health, but I spent a lot of time with her and she would paint with me and she would do things with me at the house. But I remember her telling me, cause she was very much, she very much wanted to share as much native American culture with me as she could. Um, and she said, I just wish I felt better. I wanted to take you to all the things that I took your cousins to. Because she would take them to Tahlequah and she would show them different things. And she was able to join us and take us kids to um, some powwows and some things like that. But I, I love when we are together as a group, it is easier to really share that type of, of history and heritage. And um, for my family, it's a faith heritage. When we're all together, we share a lot about the Lord and what the Lord does in our lives. And so I, I think that this is super important in multi-generational living. And yes. <clears throat> um, next, how about negatives? Challenges. I don't, I don't even I call don't them like negatives, negative. but let's call them challenges. Let's call them challenges. Okay. Lack of privacy. Ain't it the truth? I mean, even just so having an adult son in my home, like there is a lack of privacy. Like, I come home late and he wants to talk. And I'm like, you are 24 years old. Can this really not wait until morning? But no, because you're excited because you love the people you live with and you want to tell them everything. And and it's kind of, it was a joke. My daughter, she's moved out now, but it's kind of been a joke that when she was around 19 or 20, she had moved back home and was doing school from home. I could not go to the bathroom without that child knocking on the door. I finally said, you are not a toddler. Like you were a grown up woman. And she goes, <laughs> you noticed. <laughs> I guess it's the only time she could get my attention, attention maybe. So it's turned the tables now. And every time I call her, I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm in the bathroom, mom. <laughs> gotcha. Turnabout's fair play. So multi-generational. Um, you're, you're, whoever is around you, if you're the, if you're the parents, your kids are going to know when you're arguing. If yes. you're the, I mean, so everybody's going to know what's going on in your lives. If money's yeah. tight, they know it's tight. Like, yeah. It's like watching and even simple things. Like you sit down to watch a movie. Like I just want to sleep. So I just turn it on. <laughs> that was me Saturday night. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Turn the movie on and then I'm asleep. But, <clears throat> but even just simple things like you want to sit and watch a movie. It, there's always interruptions, which is, you know, fine. Yeah. I don't, I'm going to sleep through it anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, differences in lifestyles and habits. So if you haven't been living together and then you move in together, yeah. so like um, holy my, heck, that's the truth. My daughter came home for during between jobs and between right uh, Wichita and Woodward, and she lived with us for I don't know a month, maybe I don't know six whatever. Yeah, um, she doesn't sleep. Like when I say I don't sleep, but I do sleep. But the only time I sleep is when she's not asleep. So like, right. She goes to bed at 3 a.m. Right. Or 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. I'm like, I'm getting up and she's going to bed. I'm like, what are you doing? She says, I'm going to bed. I'm like, it's 5 a.m. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever. So that's difference I mean, in habits. Right. So, and then I'm allowed getting ready and she's, wow, that's awesome. So, so yeah, lifestyle habits and just, just that kind of thing. It's summer's horrible, not horrible. It's horrible for my family in the summer because I get up, come to work, I'm, you know, shower, loud, banging around, making my coffee, and and then they get to go back to sleep for a couple hours. Right. But <clears throat> the habits of that kind of, I think those kind of things are annoying sometimes. I, I think limited that. personal space goes right up there with that lack of, yes. with both of that, actually. Yep. So if the house isn't, if the house isn't laid out right, 
this can become a real challenge. So my house is super tiny. And so I think that's created some of the issues that my family has seen with multi-generational living. I, I mean, I can call it that, can't I? Yeah. I mean, legit, I think that we fit. Yes, you fit. <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, the more it yeah. feels multi-generational. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, the next one, conflicts over household responsibilities. Oh, God. We're not even really multicultural when we have that. That just happens. I don't even think, yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think that that Who's taking here. the trash out? Um, health issues and caregiving responsibilities, I think, is something that you're going to see yep. because every, I mean, man, it's just bound to happen. The older we get, the more that there is, period. Yep. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yep. Maintaining boundaries, I think that fits with that lack of privacy. It's really hard to know when you're supposed to step in and when you're not. And I mean, I want to help. And yeah. you're, you're the same way. So I think I can see how that is living multi generationally. We see a conflict and we want to step in and help. Hey, I see this happening. And it's not appropriate. Nope. Mama's got to shush it. Yep. Yeah. And I think it's all about communication. So one of the big topics in the deal that just kept going back to make sure you communicate, 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 communicate your expectations. I'm good at that. Communicate, you know, your negatives and your positives. Uh, who does what? Just communicate. <clears throat> I'm, I know you're right. It's um, just really hard to even know what you're supposed to communicate it until it happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, whoops. <laughs> so, yeah, so let's bounce into the different types of these. So, All right. Let's hear it. Okay. So three generational. Three generations of living arrangements. So that'd be maybe a 20s, 40s, 60s. So we're thinking grandparents, parents, children. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yes, that would be maybe 50s, 20s kids. Probably. Okay. Could be, but it could mm -hmm. be more. I mean, it yeah, could, it could be, be above that. But yeah, it'd be like me and my daughter. And then if she had a kid, we'd all be living together. Right. Exactly. It's hard. To, it's almost hard to picture because I haven't had grandparents in such a long time. And, and so that this one has been harder for me to picture because I think of myself as a grandkid. Yeah. But I guess I'm moving into that parent role. Yep. I mean, so this would be like my mom and dad, Kelsey and Stuart, their kids. And then in a few years, potentially Cambry's kids. May and four generational. Can you imagine? That's crazy. Interesting, huh? Yep. What? Two generational household, just parents and children living with one set of we, grandparents. We see that a lot more. That's a, a lot more normal. I think that'd be... Even I know lots of people that their parents are moving in with them, not because it's a health issue, but it's just they don't need as much. And so we have this extra room. Our kids left. We have a six-bedroom house. Why not just move in with us and make it easier? Right. So is that – but I wonder if that doesn't fit more underneath that boomerang whenever adult children <clears throat> move back in with their parents. Um, that's move in, move out, move in, move out, right? Yeah, I think that's – Which both. can sound unhealthy. Right. I don't think it has to be. No, I think, I think this is like – um, I mean, Ashley moved back for six weeks between gigs. I mean, she could have right. rented something, but hey, why not? But move? what's the point? What's the point? Right. Um, but yeah, that's, I think that's that as well. So I like the idea of a co-housing community or an accessory dwelling unit um, where there's separate living spaces on the same property and um, sometimes in the same home or even just in a small little community, really like a little yes. colony. So, Designed back in the early 80s, they had the PUD developments, which were public. Private utility districts. No, public urban developments, <laughs> public urban, <laughs> where they would build apartments, apartments, okay. townhomes, nice houses. Okay. 
Briarwood. Right. Yes, I see it. You pull into Briarwood, you get your apartment, then you get your yes. townhouses, and then you get your family houses. So those were designed. Man, you could not beat a townhouse for this, could you? No. So that was designed so that Amazing. so grandparents could live in the townhouse or in a nice house, and then the parents and the kids could live down here. And when a teenager graduated, they could move into the apartment. Like they were designed. Super cool. I had no idea that's what the purpose was. I mean, it didn't really work that way, but that's that's what we're thinking. It's all these. <laughs> it was a great idea. Yeah. I mean, when they're going to move into an apartment, it's going to be at least across town, you know, not next door. <laughs> I, I, man, I don't know. I used to think that, but now that I, it's different now. Yeah, it's different. I, I like mine close. Yep. I love my kids. Yep. I, and I love spending time with my kids. Like my kids are some of my favorite people. Like legit. Yeah. I think All that right. my daughter is so dang. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. Check. But you know what I mean? I mean, legit, like as our kids age. I, man, I love hanging out with them. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that the Lord did this, but I've raised some really cool kids. I want to hang out with them. Yeah, I, I like the idea home. of this. Okay. All right. Single. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> you okay. haven't got rid yeah. of all yours yet. No, I'm yeah, sure it's a different stage. <clears throat> it is. But I, I'm, I'm serious. I love it. Granny flats. A buddy of mine has a granny flat. I don't even know what that means. It's just like a cabin in the backyard. Oh, <gasps> that's what I really want. Isn't it great? Yes. It would be Genius. awesome. So, I mean, I've been, I'm already like on my land thinking, okay, so if my parents decide to move to town, right? where am I building their cabin? They get their own little tiny barn, oh, though. They don't oh. have to live in our house, but It'd just close awesome. enough that we can, exactly. they can bring supper over. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have Tony for. That's right. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So what else have you got, boss? Um, I don't, we don't have very many people living, like I, two or three families in a set of apartments. I mean, I don't know if that's really... There are shared spaces. I don't know if that's really normal around here. Um, I think it's yet. I think that we're really talking about a yet. I really believe I that we're going to see a lot more multi-generational. Yes. And I think that we see some multi-generational in multicultural families. I, I, know, I think one of the houses that we listed recently, I feel like that's definitely a multi-generational situation. We had um, what appeared to be mom cooking dinner, son is selling the house, and then his children as well. And... I, that that looks like multi-generational to me. Yes. I think that we'll see that more and more. And and I hope that we do. I really legitimately hope we do. Yep. With Kelsey. I'm just going to move in with Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> sisters, his brothers. Is moving in with your brother and sister considered multi-generational? I don't know. Does it? Because I'll tell you what. If I'm going to share a house with a family member, I want to share it with Kelsey yeah. and Stuart. I don't think that's – there's not very many people, brothers and sisters and – Brothers and Kelsey's brothers probably and not too. listening, but if she is, she's like, nope, not uh, happening. I'm going to change the locks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, maybe she wouldn't mind. She got a Jeep too. We oh, sent see? Jeep pictures to each other now. That's great. Yeah, she's a Jeepal. Does she have somewhere to park your Jeep? She's got a shop. See, it's already I know. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> Moving to Mustang or That's Yukon. Right. I'm not really sure where they live in the middle, I guess. Yeah. So, anyway. If you got questions about multicultural, well, not multicultural, about multi-generational. but multi-generational, how we can make that work, <laughs> if you have ideas for that, hey, you've never thought about doing that, um, you want to move mom in with you or grandma in with you, hey, let's do some talking and see how that would work. So, again, this is the Brian and Kendra Show with Advanced Real Estate Advisors. We're here to, you know, guide you through the real estate process. With valuable insights and practical tips. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Your new favorite, Classic Hits 1073 KLSI Moreland Woodward. Tell a friend.